is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, good chilly Monday to you. It is our Open Lines, Open Ideas program, and I'm back. <laughs> it caught up with me almost, I almost made it three years, but I... Tested positive for the coronavirus, for COVID last week, and did my five days of uh, penance and uh, you know, sat around the house. I didn't really get sick. I kind of had a runny nose and a little bit achy maybe for a couple of days, but boy, it was right. I'm really glad I'm all up to date with my shots, I have to say, and vaxxed and boosted. I would recommend that you do it if you haven't, but that's just me. Everybody else I know who got COVID just had a heck of a time with it. And uh, I breezed through it. The reason I tested actually is my daughter got really sick the day before. And I thought, well, I'll just, I'll, and I, my nose, I did have a bit of a runny nose. And I thought, well, I'll just check. And there, there I was positive. She was negative. I think she had the flu for the week. But, um, Thanks so much to Bill Davis for stepping in, especially at the last second, to cover for me uh, last Thursday, Wednesday through Friday and uh, keeping everyone going here, keeping this show on the air. And uh, Bill's a great uh, talent and uh, just a great guy, and we're really lucky to have him, and I really appreciate his efforts always stepping in. And he's going to take over the show next week, but uh, just as I take a little more time off, I <laughs> what the heck, I gotta, I've got it, i got to use it or lose it. But um, once again, thanks to Bill for, uh, for especially at such a late notice, because I, I, you know, I'd literally texted him on Wednesday morning and said, I just tested positive. Can you cover for me? And he, he jumped right into it. So uh, really appreciate that. But we want to hear from you, whatever is on your mind, as always here on KGMI Connects. And we got a bunch of folks that want to get us rolling. Well, let's start with our friend Rich in Ferndale. Hey, Rich. How's it going today, Joe? I'm doing well. Back well, at it. I- you're back at it, and you had your little tiny bit with COVID, and it was no big deal. So no, nope. good. Yeah, it was no big deal. I think it's really good that people test, because if you are sick, shouldn't you know what you have, and shouldn't you not spread it if you have it? Exactly. So yeah. Even if you, I have lots of friends. Well, I'm not going to test. Well, why not? Shouldn't you know? Yeah. It's good to know what you have. Then you know later too. Like if you've had COVID and you did fine, then you know later that it's not a big risk to you. Uh-huh. So that's it's a good peace of mind to know that you have had it and you're okay. We had it a year ago and it was it wasn't severe but it wasn't mild either and we got mm-hmm. over it and been fine ever since. So oh, good. That's good. So yeah, uh, the like border you say, within, yeah, and you know you know you've got it and okay, then you can take stay home, stay away from others, even your own family members, isolate yourself and just take those precautions and make sure nobody else gets it as much as you, you can. can and, Get the free test; they'll send them right to you. Right, right. I mean, just have tests. And if you're planning to go to a family thing, and you at all think you have a sickness, test before you go. And if you test positive, stay home. Right, exactly. Pretty simple. This is not rocket science, and this is not medical. This is just basic logic. Don't spread it around because it's it's still going around, and it's just not. You just don't need to spread it. And something else I learned out of this, because I had some tests in the cabinet that I hadn't used, and they had an expiration date that was, it was they were past the expiration date. And 
I thought, well, because that's what I, I first tested with. I thought, well, I'll just test with one of these. And then yeah. it came positive, and I thought, well, how reliable is this? So I, I checked online, and um, and these are tests that I got from the government. I think I got them from the state. So they're in the orange box, I, yeah. and um, which I think most of us have gotten. And if you look at the expiration date, well, when they produced the tests, apparently they – I don't know if they were guessing, but they figured they were good up to those dates that they printed on the box. But now they've extended a lot of those. So you can find uh, you can find online, you can find the lot number that is on the box. Uh, that find out and, it's good. And find out if it's been extended. Because mine were extended, I think I had uh, expiration dates from last August, and they've been expend, extended now into this coming, um, this coming March. So they're still good. So that's well, I've had a lot one. of family and friends who have had COVID over the last year and a half. And there, most of the time, when you first have symptoms, you won't test positive. It takes a few days into your symptoms before you get a positive test. It doesn't make sense why, but uh-huh. it seems like that's what's happened for everybody. It's, and you have to have enough level of it in your body to, in order to make the test work or some stupid thing. Yeah, probably. Uh-huh. Whatever. All so right. the news today, I, one more thing. You, they were talking about the border. Uh-huh. In, in, the, in the just tons of people coming over the border and I don't know what city it was that declared a state of emergency somewhere some in, somewhere in Texas or something. And I thought, why don't they get on a plane? Wouldn't that be cheaper than paying a coyote? Get a plane ticket. Might be five, six hundred bucks, but don't they pay thousands to the coyotes and they travel on foot for months and have to eat and live along the way? I mean, it sounds terrible expensive. Yeah. Seems like it would make more huh. sense to just get on an airplane. But I think if you get, you know, if you fly into an airport on an airplane, then you're going to go to customs and they'll immediately stop you. Maybe that's the thing. I mean, well, you have to obviously have to have a passport uh, to be allowed in. I think I think it's the uh, there's probably a more stringent uh, rules than I don't. I that's a good question. I'm oh, there's rules, yeah. but there's rules that we don't. And when you don't go to a crossing, all of a sudden rules don't apply. That's the point. It's just strange that. Everyone who does it legally has all this process, and there's lots of people here who have immigrated legally, a lot of Canadians that live in Whatcom County, and the process takes a long time. Mm-hmm. And then for people to just thwart the process and go around it, it's kind of like cutting in line. You know, you, well, you should do your paperwork, you should do your thing like everybody else, do it legal, and then we weed out the bad people because probably 10, 15% of these people are probably bad people, just like general population, right? Well, there's going to be bad people in the mix. But I think you know, looking at it as cutting the li- in the line that, that that's oh, yeah. that's Big not well. But it's not. I mean, because it doesn't set the people who are going through the process, the 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 legal regular process. It doesn't put set them back at all. They're yeah, not being does. Put, resources. They use slow. resources, Joe. It does. Yeah. It slows no, it's, everything up. It slows up the government when you have all these people pouring in. That slows up the legal process too. Sure, it does. All it takes right. up people and resources, doesn't it? I mean, these people aren't roaming the land freely. They get picked up I, by border patrol, detention center. I, I mean, there's a lot there, of people involved. There are probably different people that are handling uh, those who come across the border and claim asylum, that sort of thing, as opposed to those well, who are course, going through the process of, of legally becoming U.S., uh, either legal residents or citizens. But right. oh, Who knows? It's All a right. gong show. All, All right, right Rich. Have a good day, Joe. Yeah, you too. Thanks. Appreciate it. Let's go to John in Ferndale. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Glad you're feeling better. No, thanks. Yeah. Did I never, you have any of? Go ahead. I never felt terrible. Actually, I just like I said, I had 
I had kind of a runny nose and so a little kind of a little achy for a day or two, but nothing bad. I, and the reason for that is that you got your vaccines and your boosters. That's why it didn't. Well, you know, I I don't have, have concrete proof of that, but I suspect it. I mean, I I'm glad that I got them because I yeah. I think it probably has something to do with it. But like I say, I I can't prove that or say you know without a doubt that that's the case. But yeah. Well, I can, so you can just oh, take my okay. word for it. All right. Sounds um, good. <laughs> hey, I had a question for you. Yeah. You know the new promo for the Community Connect show? Uh, have you heard it? New for. For the Community Connection? For the Community Connect show. Yeah, it's oh. the one where that awful woman, Anne, oh. uh, she yeah. she calls the president. She says that the president of the United States should die and go to hell. Well, burn in he hell. He rot in hell, rot, she says. Rot in hell, yeah. Well, if that's the standard, Anne, then I want you to know that I hope that Trump and every one of the people who still support him rocks in hell. Okay. Okay. So the feeling's uh, mutual, my dear. And I'm sorry we had that terrible breakup, but I I told you you can't tie me down. Okay. <laughs> so calling the show and trying to be you know a troll is just it's not going to get me back. All right. I told you it's over. You cheat on me once, and that's it. All right. <laughs> all right. So that being said. Um, I was so happy to see our our former uh, president, you know, get those charges uh, recommended to the Justice Department. I mean, I have never hated anyone in my entire life more than I hate Donald Trump. And wow. the reason is because he is against my Constitution, my country. I served this country and took an oath to uphold the Constitution. <laughs> and to 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 uh, fight all enemies, foreign and domestic. And Mr. Trump is number one on my list. Right. I mean, he he the, the the hearing today was absolutely fantastic. And uh, you know, the thing is, if you want to bury your your head in the sand and keep following this idiotic cult leader. Give him your money. Let him, you know, ruin your country and terminate the Constitution. Well, that's the thing. I guess you have the freedom to say that because we live in the United States. But don't be surprised if, you know, people, like, don't return your calls. The the distance between you and family members grow. There's a bifurcation happening in this country. And I said this the, the, the day that that monster was elected. I told you people, I said, at one point, you're going to have to choose between him and your country, the Constitution, because you cannot have both. He does not believe in the Constitution or the American system of laws and justice and democratic Republican representative. All right. All right, Uh, John. You know, he he is anathema to that. So, you know, and I just want to say, you know. Uh, I got no hard feelings, but, you know, I hope you're out in hell. Okay, John. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's go to Walter in Bellingham. Hi, Walter. Hey, Joe. How are you doing today? You doing well. Good to have you. Got a couple comments, if you don't mind. Number one, uh, the comments of uh, coming in and flying into the United States. Most of these countries, you actually need a visa first. You can have a passport, but you also need a visa. It's kind of like going to the Philippines. Uh-huh. So you can't just fly in. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You probably, because you have to go through customs and everything. 
Uh, you have to right. you know, show that you have a reason to be here. Um, right. And, uh, and I understand, well, then why don't people have to do that at a border crossing? Well, they do. And I think many of these folks that are being allowed in, you know, they're claiming asylum. And now this uh, whole, uh, this uh, Directive 42 or Rule 42 that they're de- debating in the courts, you know, they've been turning those people back and telling them they had to wait on the other side of the border and whether that'll be rescinded or not. But, yeah. Right. My other comment was, how do you stay so positive when there are so many kooks on the left and right calling in, you know, uh, stating things that are half truths? And uh, how do you keep positive? Well, I kind of, I, I kind of ping pong back and forth between them. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't noticed that, but you do a good job. I just wanted to tell you that uh, I'm not a frequent listener, but I listen whenever I'm in my car. So uh, you know, keep up the right. good job, buddy. <laughs> right, good to hear you from you. Thanks, Walter. Appreciate it. Yeah, and stay stay in touch for sure. We'll take a quick break. We got uh, other folks on the line. We'll hear from uh, Bruce and Jim and Michael, and we'll have time for your call. 360-676-5464. Dewey Griffin Subaru is driven by one simple concept. If we all give a little, we'll all have a lot. Kindness, care, and safety have never been more important. That's why Subaru and the Dewey team are doing their part to keep you and your loved ones safe while driving. Stop by Dewey to learn about special ordering locally and supporting your local Subaru dealership. Dewey Griffin Subaru. During the Subaru Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to purchaser or lessee-selected national and hometown charities. See retailer or subaru.com slash share for details. Are you on Medicare or individual health insurance and wondering if you are on the right plan for you and your family? This is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. We understand the TV advertising and the mail you have been receiving may create more questions than answers. Although deadlines are coming, you may still have time to make a change. So call Vibrant USA at 866-733-5111. Our agents can review your plan options, answer your questions, and put your mind at ease. Heating emergencies happen. When your house is freezing, you need help and make it quick. Contact Clean Air Heating and Cooling. Their trucks are ready to go with everything needed to repair your Lennox furnace, heat pump, or fireplace. This winter, keep Clean Air Heating and Cooling on speed dial for all your heating emergencies. Call or text 398-9400 for 24-7 repair service. When heating emergencies happen, count on the professionals at Clean Air Heating and Cooling, a Lennox dealer. Online at callcleanair.com. Ready or not, the holidays are upon us. Wilson's can help. Living room, dining, bedroom, any room in your house can be made ready for the holidays. Wilson's Furniture opens seven days a week on Pacific Highway in Ferndale. Have a happy and safe holiday season from everyone at Wilson's Furniture. Hi there, it's Scott from Pentatonix. So from the beginning of our journey in music, the foundation has been music education. It's so incredibly important that we continue to show kids the importance of music in our schools, in our homes, and even in the car. Music is such a powerful expression of emotion and individuality, and we are responsible for keeping the love for music alive. This message is courtesy of the United States Air Force. Tired of slinging french fries and want to work in a company with a future? CHS Northwest has openings for a few great people. Enjoy a higher minimum wage, great benefits, a team environment, and room for growth with a successful company. For all the details, check out chsnw.com employment. 
staying connected with your community each Saturday at noon with KGMI's Community Connection as local business leaders share their expert advice. Sponsored by Dewey Griffin Subaru, Ferndale Downtown Association, Lydia Place, UA Local 26, and Lorraine's Window Coverings. Community Connection, Saturdays at noon on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Be careful if you're out and about. It's going to be slick tonight, and we could see some more snow. They're saying we could see maybe an inch overnight, uh, maybe a few inches more yet tomorrow. Slippery when I was driving in this morning, but then um, as I was driving around later today, they had gotten stuff out on the road, so hopefully not too bad where you are. Let's go to Bruce in Bellingham. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Joe. Welcome back. It's good to hear you again. Good to be back for sure. Well, good. Yeah, I just wanted to speak to the uh, uh, Congressional Committee on uh, uh, Trump and his involvement in the. Uh, in the uh, so-called insurrection, okay. and uh, I don't know, the, the Democratic Congress, I get the feeling that, that they like to spend people's money. Uh, uh, the involvement of Trump, uh, uh, alleged involvement into the Russian interference, that turned out to be false, or I don't know if it was an absolute false or not, but nothing to bring charges to. The uh, impeachment for the Zelensky phone call, that didn't work. They, they took that to impeachment, spending more money. And then the uh, impeachment for the uh, insurrection, so-called insurrection uh, involvement of Trump and incitement, that didn't work. And now, and then Congress authorized the FBI to do uh, uh, an investigation into that very fact or alleged charge, uh, and it didn't come back anything, but they came back with a, a recommendation to the DOJ, again, uh, the leader, the head of the FBI, to uh, bring charges. So I, I think it's just a, a nowhere uh, uh, hunt again, uh, but if, you know, they, they get a free reign at, at our money, so I guess that's the way it is. Well, it kind of is the way of Washington, and now with Republicans taking over the House, we'll see a switcheroo there, and uh, we'll see, it sounds like, lots of investigations into the Biden White House, the Biden family, the uh, rest of the Biden administration. So we'll see how things go there. I mean, when you look at, uh, uh, you know, in past, this is just how it, what, it, what it's become now, it seems. that uh, that's, Yeah, it, it's kind of unfortunate but you know i'm not a tit-for-tat guy but uh i i think the investigation should have taken should be taken place but uh i'm wondering how many attempts is the republican congress going to take at uh biden's investigation two three four well yeah i it remains to be seen but i guess i wouldn't be surprised if they did multiple but. Okay, well, thank you, Joe. Thanks, Bruce. Good to hear from you. Thanks. Let's go to Jim in Seattle. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you doing today? Doing well. Well, uh, talking about censorship here, 
Um, I believe that Counterpunch, who I've mentioned many times on your show, they have a list of write a cast of writers. Uh, all of most of them write very good stuff. Uh, they were uh, banned from Twitter just recently, so okay. the common refrain has been, um, uh, you know, well, uh, you know, the left wingers are all, you know, the deep state and the uh, big tech are censoring Twitter. Which now that Elon Musk is taking it, it seems like now the situation is unsettled even more. But uh, it's also uh, been said, I watched some of these things on Fox in particular, where the, the angry parents come to the school board and they want to ban this book or back, and it has worked. 100 books banned uh, in a certain school district, uh, you know, and there are probably a lot of them have to do with CRT, you know, critical race theory and things like that, but uh, that's a common pet peeve of mine is, is that uh, the actual left is undefined because people call Joe Biden a, le- a radical left-wing socialist, which he isn't. He's fully in favor of capitalism. And I have to respond to Rich, not today, but last week, he said I should move to another country uh, where it's socialist, like France. And I'm pointing out that every country, including ours, has public spending to it from the taxpayer dollar. And having spending doesn't make you a socialist country. You're a, the base of things in Europe always has been capitalism. They had a very powerful public sector, which grew out of the terrible uh, things that happened during the Second War, the Second World War. Mm-hmm. And they're called social democracies when they were that powerful. But even that's being rolled back now, too. You you talk about the gilets jaunes, the uh, yellow sh- vests that were the longest protest in French history, uh-huh. and they were protesting economic conditions, right? And so they're having troubles there in France. And Marine Le Pen nearly won the, the if, if they call it the uh, presidency, I believe they do. Uh-huh. And Macron is not a socialist by any means. He's he's the one they're fighting. They've been, 10 people died in all those protests. So I just want to remind you, what we're working for is a social democracy, which we had for a while, not as well in this country as Europe, but um, that's kind of the main thrust of things. Whether uh, not-for-profit businesses could be started, that could be a progressive thing that Michael Prenny says. And I would urge anyone, if they're interested in this, what I'm talking about, to go to the internet and uh, type into the Google uh, the myth of capitalism, the one percent pathology by Michael Parenti, and it's, it's very good on these issues. So okay. I'm glad you allowed me the chance to speak my mind. All right, Jim, and uh, yep, you can, you, I think you can just stay right here in the U.S. and keep speaking your mind. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I forgot to say that. I, I don't. I think I was born. I've got just as much as right as anyone else to live here. You know, oh, so. sure. All right, thanks, Jim. And, I and yeah, okay. Right. Oh, I was just going to say, one one comedian said, when he was told to go to some other country, he said, I I don't think I should because I'd become a victim of its foreign policy. <laughs> or, <laughs> our, or, so. our foreign policy. All right. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it. Let's uh, Before we take a break, we'll go to Michael up in Linden. Hey, Michael. Hey, how are you today, Joe? I'm doing well. I'm going to try to be quick. i got a lot to say here, but there's okay. breaking news. Okay. Uh, the Supreme Court has just ruled an hour ago that Title 42 shall stand. They are not going to rescind it. That's so right. I yeah, the, I think the the Chief Justice this, uh, yeah, Chief made Justice that. Roberts has done that. 
And I just want to remind everybody, Title 42 was created to keep disease out of America. That's exactly what was created for our national security. And, of course, border security is obviously national security. And with this open border stuff that's going on with the Biden administration, you know, John wants to talk about people following the Constitution, and he follows the Constitution. Well, how ironic is it that Trump was the only one that was following the immigration laws that Congress passed, right? Congress makes the laws. The executive branch's job is to carry out the laws that Congress passed. Huh. That's exactly what Trump was doing. But what do Democrats do? They make up their own laws. They have DACA. They uh, allow people to come in here illegally. They encourage them to break the law so they can get more votes in the next election by offering them free stuff. Ronald Reagan provided amnesty back in the 80s so we wouldn't have this problem anymore. Then Clinton and Obama started allowing it to happen again. Remember Fast and Furious where we had the Attorney General Eric Holder selling our guns to Mexican cartels? I think this is where Democrat kickbacks are coming from, is working with these Mexican cartels because these illegal migrants are paying the cartels just to come here. Uh, Oh, they're paying them to come here. Hmm. All right. right. There's a lot. Yeah, you said, like you said, you you got a lot going on there, Michael. I don't know how. (laughs) Well, the cartels are getting rich because of this. Sure, but the cartels didn't just go away when Donald Trump was in the White House. And, you know, the, the fact of the matter, people were still coming across, not at the numbers that they are now, but people were still coming across the border when Trump was in the White House. The the issue did not go away. He did not solve it. It But it was it was lessened. But but what do you have? You know, I guess I'd throw this out there. I saw I saw one thing since you brought this up, Michael. I saw this um, an article today where. Uh, a reporter uh, for, oh, is she for ABC? Now I'm going to bring it up here if I can find it. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Martha Raddatz, ABC's Martha Raddatz, made the, the comment to uh, the, the Texas governor, uh, uh, Greg Abbott, that um, that she hadn't heard Biden say, President Biden say, we have an open border, come on over. But she has heard Greg Abbott and others, uh, you know, other, well, primarily Republicans, saying we have an open border. Anything goes. Anybody can come across, and and so don't you? And and even if Biden did say at one point during his campaign, uh, if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come. He said that, but he's not saying that on a daily basis. Where if you listen to any kind of, I mean, what what are Republicans saying over and over and over? What did they say throughout the uh, the midterm election cycle that the borders are wide open, anybody can come? So who's getting that message? I I'm just throwing that out there. I'm just saying one president was following the laws that Congress passed. One president is ruling by executive order and unconstitutional mandates and lockdowns that have been struck down by the Supreme Court continuously. And that's why Democrats are attacking the Supreme Court. They're calling it illegitimate and saying that it's racist. And the Constitution was written by a bunch of old racist white guys. We shouldn't have to listen to it anymore. And that's not the party I want to follow. 
Okay. I want to follow the American Constitution, and that's why I'm a Donald Trump supporter. All right, that's Michael. Uh, thanks for calling. Always good to talk with you. We'll take a quick break. All right, we got Michelle on the line. We'll get to her next. And we'll be back in two minutes here on KGMI Connect. So we want to hear from you. 360-676-5464. Ready to make your change? Make a positive change in our community? Become a Lydia Place housing hero. Much like dropping your change into a piggy bank, your monthly donation to Lydia Place will provide much-needed support to families experiencing homelessness in Whatcom County by providing housing, education, and mental health counseling on their path to stability. And with the Lydia Place monthly giving programs, it's easier than ever for you to make an impact. Choose to donate $5 or more each month or register your credit card online to join their Roundup program, which rounds every transaction up to the next dollar donating the difference to Lydia Place's programs. No matter how you give, your monthly donation will provide emergency support to families in our community, and Lydia Place families will rest easier knowing your monthly contribution is something they can count on. Make your change add up and become a housing hero online at lydiaplace.org slash donate. Hi, this is Joe Tien from KGMI. This holiday season, it's more important than ever to do your shopping locally. Local businesses are and always have been the backbone of our local communities. When you spend your holiday dollars locally, it supports our families, friends, and neighbors and keeps our economy strong. So if you live here, please shop here. If you shop online, please shop on the sites of our local businesses. Celebrating our local businesses and community. Happy holidays from Cascade Radio Group and KGMI. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Don't worry about your furnace on the coldest days of the year. Talk with West Mechanical, your independent train dealer, about replacing your old inefficient furnace with a train comfort system. Today, find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. All right, we're rolling along here on KGMI Connects, and we do want to hear from you. And let's go to Michelle here in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Oh, I am so grateful to hear that you're back so soon, and you didn't have a big uh, big battle with COVID. Um, thank God. Uh you know, yeah, I'm I've relieved. been out and <laughs> I, I hope my five vaccinations help me as much as you if I ever get it. I've spent untold thousands of hours indoor environments the last three years all over the country. And you know, as far as I know, I didn't get it. If I did, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, my doctor says that I have T-cell immunity, but it says I can't get it. But that's okay. Nice. I, hope, I hope he's right. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> God bless you. And, and I'm so grateful to hear that. I was driving the car on the way home when you said that and i said oh my god i have to phone him and tell him anyway um i wanted to make a point a a point about trump uh as you know and everybody knows i'm not a fan of his i can't stand his personality i don't disagree entirely with everything he's done but as a gay woman how he has attacked the lbgtq community appalls me more than i could possibly tell you but I will say this, I equally despise many aspects of the extreme left, and very few things 
could be a better example of that, and I could name a lot, but you don't have time for me to stay that long on the phone. <laughs> but I despise Kate Brown, the governor, the outgoing governor of Oregon. She commuted to, li- uh, to life in prison, uh, I think without parole, uh, 17 prisoners on death row in Oregon. Now, <laughs> I, I'm not saying that commuting a death sentence is always a bad thing, although I do believe in capital punishment. But one, uh, and I heard this, a, a full report on this incident, one of the men she, whose sentence she commuted is a guy named Jesse, who tort- sexually abused, tortured, and killed in the most horrible way possible, and I don't even want to repeat it on the radio. It just made me cry. Um the little girl died two years old, the most horrible death a child you could imagine. And this man had his sentence commuted by that horrible, lily-livered, left-wing crazy Kate Brown. And she is a left-wing crazy. Not only that, but the left-wing has taken to totalitarianism just as bad in some respects as socialism and communism, although many of them, I believe, are socialists. But be that as it may, they definitely um, have taken to not allowing free speech in this country. And I don't, I'm no snowflake. If somebody wants to walk up to me and say, I hate you because you're a gay woman, Fine, say it. I don't care. There is free speech. Now, I realize that employers have a certain right to limit uh, speech in the workplace and on and on and on. But I am just saying that I've heard young people, and I love young people, don't get me wrong, but I've heard young people, Gen Z, millennials, whatnot, talk about thinking that we shouldn't have free speech if that free speech uh, applies favorably to the right uh, side of the political spectrum. Now, I totally disagree. I disagree with both sides on the extreme, the extremists in both sides. But doggone it, let them talk. If anything, let their own words condemn them, the extremists. And that's the way I feel about it. And, and Joe, okay. I. I I want to give it up now because you well, have other people, and I have. I, what do you have to say before I hang up? Well, I on the the issue of the death penalty. Um, I think it's it's a whole, and I I have no uh, sympathy or uh, you know warm feelings whatsoever for the likes of the the guy you mentioned or any Ted Bundy or John Wayne Gacy, any of these people who have. You know, John Allen, Muhammad, uh, any of these people who have uh, committed these horrible, horrible crimes, uh, uh, crimes against humanity, and have suffered the death penalty. At the same time, it's a different, different thing when we as a society say killing is wrong. And, you know, that's, you know, it's like the worst crime you can commit. And yet we as a society can take someone hold them helpless, regardless of what they've done. Obviously, they've done horrible things, but hold them helpless and then commit that act of killing them and taking their life. To me, that seems that that I to me, it is, I think, uh, totally contradictory. And uh, and I think 
we're well, in, we're not in great opinion. we're not in great company around the globe when we look at the con- the few countries that uh, still have the death penalty in place. That's a good point. That's um, a good point. And and I don't know that in if someone did something horrible to a member of my family, I would want revenge. I would want something awful to be done to that person, but I don't see it as as society's job to take revenge on someone. And I that seems to be what the death penalty is all about. And just you and I have this conversation. I think it's it's a it's an an important one and a good one to have. But those are some of my just some of my thoughts on the death penalty that Thank you very much, Joe. Yeah. Well it's good to talk with you, Michelle. Thanks so much. Okay. All right. Bye. All right. Uh, let's go to uh, our friend uh, our friend the Rambler has been hanging on. Hey Rambler. Hey. You know what I have to say, just what? having listened to that last conversation I agree with Michelle on some things. We could have almost a love fest sometimes for 10 or 12 hours, or we could have an argument for 10 or 12. But she said, you know, back in the day, some people ostracized her because they disagreed with her vote on certain things. Uh And she's right. They're lost. What a wonderful person she is. Anyway, I'm glad you're doing well, despite the fact that you keep taking all them shots and, you know, wearing that mask and hurting your <laughs> hands. It's really glad, you know. Good grief. Yeah, we've taken off the staff, but good Lord, you know, I mean, I just get runny noses and stuff, and people are like, are you sure? Uh, unless I've had COVID for, well, more decades than you've been alive, I think we're good. And <laughs> what do you do? But yeah, yeah, people get crazy about it and stuff. And I'll tell you the truth, uh, I am so happy that this is a station that like lets Jim talk and stuff. But I would, dude, serious, you gotta. Uh, sometimes you might want, you might want to look at the other side. Some of us read plenty and stuff, and it's just not like we think. Well, we haven't seen it before. It's like uh, that don't make sense to us. Okay. Well, that's and fair. the other side yeah. too, you know. I mean, I oh my goodness, you know, we have the Rice Tag Committee. I was going to be surprised if John from Ferndale didn't praise it, but he he oh yeah, goodness gracious, yeah, we don't really know what happened. Let's blame it on our enemies, though. And you know, the, I knew the heck, oh, that's going to happen. It's like what the big surprise today, seriously, would have been. They said, eh, we've looked at all the evidence, and we were all wrong. Donald Trump's in the clear. Yeah, that's true. Good point there. Like you say, you know, I mean, now they're going to look into the Biden family. Well, good. We should always look. But I'll tell you the truth, though. I'm not sure. I've never met him. But after the exam that Trump took for the last five years, all they can find is three or four of his executives treated on cheated on their taxes. The dude must be the cleanest guy in the world. I know that's not true. But, I mean, geez, he's a billionaire from New York, and he's worked <laughs> around all these nearly naked women all his life and everything, and they proved he's had three wives and two affairs. I think the dude's gay. Anyway. Oh, boy. <laughs> all right, Rambler. <laughs> oh, is it my joke? Greg Gutfeld <laughs> made it up years ago. I'm just saying, you know, sometimes it's from your perspective. Oh, uh, the Star Wars. A lot of our truths depend greatly on our uh, perspective. And who's in office right now? Oh, I, I made that last part. <laughs> you have a great day, sir. All right, Rambler. Thanks. And we'll take a quick break. Uh, we'll hear from Tim and uh, hopefully you after uh, just a moment. 
360-676-5464. Hi, I'm Lorraine from Lorraine's Window Coverings. We offer our clients the best of both worlds, a store full of the latest affordable Graber products, including remote control options. And then we come to you with just the right samples and our professional installers do the rest. We're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. We had a wonderful experience. Our consultant came to our house, took measurements, and made recommendations based on our needs. Once approved, we were given a timeline, which was spot on. Installation was scheduled, and the installers arrived on time and worked efficiently. The price was reasonable, and the outcome was even better than we expected. Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's window coverings online, and then just call. 738-8175. Call Lorraine for your new blind. Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square. The Ferndale Downtown Association is investing in both its history and its future by preserving and enhancing the history of downtown, fostering a vibrant community, and attracting quality businesses for Ferndale shoppers. Become a member and help increase the sustainability of Ferndale's local economy like these businesses. Flow Motion, an award-winning yoga sanctuary and healing spa, pioneering infrared hot yoga and salt halo therapy, as well as aerial yoga, massage therapy, and unique self-care treatments for total mind and body restoration. Flow Motion, located on 1920 Main Street, in the Carnation Building. Fringe is the best, worst, and only brewery in Ferndale. Enjoy your favorite brew at Fringe. Family and dog friendly with rotating food trucks. Fringe is located at 56 43rd Avenue. The Ferndale Downtown Association annual membership is just $100 for large businesses, $50 for small businesses, and $30 for an individual. Join today and play a role in making downtown Ferndale a flourishing place to live and do business. Purchase your membership online at ferndaledowntown.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. We do hope to hear from you, and let's go to Tim in Everson. Hi, Tim. Hey, Joe. Uh, can you hear me? I can, indeed, I can. Okay. There was a little echo there for a second. I okay. just wanted to say this, and even though I don't always agree with Michelle, she's dead right about Kate Brown, and this is... This is why I say she's a tyrant, that Kate Brown is, is that the death penalty was voted into law by the citizens of Oregon. It then was, there was another vote to repeal it, and the citizens of Oregon said, no, we're going to keep it. Okay? So who is Kate Brown to go against the people's wishes of Oregon. And she's making all sorts of radical moves because I think there's a term limit down there in Oregon. So she's out. Yeah. So she's doing her last flash of, I'm going to do what I want to do. And that's not right, you know? Well, I... If she has the power to do it, and which I believe as governor, she can commute sentences, she can make those decisions, whether or not, you know, I mean, she legally, she has that, that ability to do that, whether it's, you know, right. I, there, there's a differential there. Yeah, I would agree that, I mean, 
people do that though when they're on they are on their way out uh she lost well she no they, she is term limited i think and so yeah. they had this and, uh new gal who was elected uh in the the election here in november um will be taken i i guess will be taken office after the new year starts but um she yeah. didn't she didn't even get any input from these victims she had assistance call them an hour before she announced the decision um, I, I think she's a cowardly scourge, and that's all I'm gonna say. Okay, are you? I take it that you're a death penalty supporter. Uh, boy, Joe, that's a hard one. I, I'm gonna tell you this: uh-huh. I believe that there are there is true evil on this face of the earth. Absolutely, people that don't deserve to be here. I think it's I think it's got a bad rap because. I can guarantee you that people in the past have gotten the death penalty, uh, and they might have even been innocent. I think we probably can be certain of that, but yeah. Um, so I mean, I think it has to be, it has to be very carefully used. Yeah, and I and and I, like I said, I guess I. I don't see why we shouldn't just lock people up because you're right. There are people that need to be separated from society. They can't, they can't function properly within society and they need to be taken away from it. Uh, that, uh, in my mind, that doesn't mean that their life has to be taken, but, uh, okay. that, could I say this one last thing? Okay. If, if you have somebody who like Michelle was talking about, that was pure evil, and it gave the family some sense of closure that that person was removed. And now you're not, you're calling them an hour beforehand and saying, you know what, we're commuting his death sentence to life in prison. That family is just now going through the whole thing again. But don't they go through that when there is appeal after an appeal after appeal and uh, these death, death penalties or these death cases drag on for years and years? And um, But that process is probably giving them at least an end goal. And now that end goal has been removed. Yeah, um, I... I, I I guess you're not going to convince me that the the death penalty is a is a good thing that it's a positive thing, um, but no, well, we'll leave it at that. All right, okay. Tim, thanks. Yep. Appreciate your call. Bye. I just see that. Um, I, I once again, as I was saying to Michelle, I don't I don't see society's. Uh, you know, our legal system's job to be to to get revenge or to. Uh, you know, justice is one thing, but is you know, is um, our government holding someone defenseless and taking their life? Is that is that serving the cause of justice? That's uh, where the, the questions in my mind arise. But uh, let's go to is it Gerald in Ferndale? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You're on the air. Go ahead. Oh, is this Joe? It is. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing? Oh, very good, yeah, very I listen, good. I was listening to the radio, and the timing's off. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You turned on your radio because we're on a delay. Yeah, yeah, no, that's just fine. I, I okay. can't hardly hear it anyway. No, I was just listening to the, the 
uh, death penalty thing there. Yeah. Thinking, um, have you ever thought about it on the angle of it's a deterrence to others? I mean, well, you I know, guess... uh, that's the way I look at it. I look at this is not a penalty. I mean, it's just like speeding. It's, you don't get a ticket for just being, you know, you know what I mean? Yes, I think yeah. it's more of a deterrent thing. There's a penalty for it, and this is what the penalty is for this. And, you know, if it, if it takes one person to step back and go, oh, maybe I better not do that. That's what I think. That's just my opinion. I thought I'd just throw that out there. Okay. Looking at it as a deterrent, deterrent not necessarily a punishment, but a deterrent. To the, It's an example uh-huh. to those that are contemplating maybe doing something stupid like that. All right. That's what I think. That's that's my opinion on that anyway. All right, Sorry, Gerald. Out there. Just, nope. okay. I appreciate Thank it. Thanks for your call. Okay. Thank you. Here we'll take a quick yeah, break and be back with more, and uh, we'll have time to take your call, 360-676-5464. Are you on Medicare or individual health insurance and wondering if you are on the right plan for you and your family? This is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. We understand the TV advertising and the mail you have been receiving may create more questions than answers. Although deadlines are coming, you may still have time to make a change. So call Vibrant USA at 866-733-5111. Our agents can review your plan options, answer your questions, and put your mind at ease. COVID-19 has tested our communities in unthinkable ways. In the face of crisis, Puget Sound Energy has given over 18 million in bill assistance to customers impacted by the pandemic, and together with PSE Foundation, gave 4 million in community grants for COVID relief. All the while, PSE continues to lead on clean energy with a goal to reach beyond net zero carbon emissions by 2045. It's part of our commitment to doing what's right for customers and communities. Together, we're creating a clean energy future for all. Learn more at psc.com together. With us is Mark Maiden from Capstone Physical Therapy, winner of Best of the Northwest. Mark, I understand you've been a hand therapy specialist for over 25 years. What exactly does a hand therapist do? Our hands are critical to daily life, and when they get injured from trauma or overuse, our quality of life is affected. I work with doctors and surgeons to maximize hand recovery and get people back to life and the activities they enjoy most. What types of injuries do you treat? I've helped thousands of patients with tendonitis, sprains, fractures, dislocations, arthritis, basically anything that leads to hand pain or dysfunction. Any tips for our listeners? If you're experiencing hand or wrist pain or loss of function, seek attention early. Knowing what you have and what to do can lead to a faster recovery. Capstone Physical Therapy is a preferred provider with Kaiser, Regents, Medicare, LNI, and most other insurance plans. Visit CapstonePT.com today to get back to life and the activities you enjoy most. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Monday afternoon, and uh, you know, this the death penalty thing, it's... I, and as a deterrent, I and it's hard to argue with our, our last caller, Gerald, that if it keeps one person from committing a, a murder that might bring the death penalty, I, obviously that's a, a good thing, a positive thing. And I remember talking to a, a defense lawyer friend of mine one time, and after there had been just a killing that just seemed to be senseless, and I and I just said to him. What goes through someone's mind? How can they think that uh, their life or their world will be made better by doing something like this? And he said, no, they're, they're not thinking like that. They're just, they're acting out in uh, emotionally. And uh, so 
So there's not this thought process or uh, the, their decision-making isn't sound. They're, you know, in most of these cases, obviously there are some who might commit uh, a terrible crime like that with the fully intending to do so and uh, I guess thinking they can get away with it. But, uh, well, let's, we got a couple of minutes. Let's go to uh, Jim over on San Juan Island. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. What's on your yeah, mind? Just, I know uh, I know. time is short. So death penalty. Uh, we've all seen movies or read books where there's some tremendous villain who actually is evil, or at least we believe he is. And we also fall in love with the hero, but the hero... Uh, either gets killed or somebody the hero loves gets killed. We're always happy to see that villain die. Yeah. You know, al- almost all of us to a man. And also, I think until you've been a victim, I've been a victim of of something very bad when I was uh, a young boy. And uh, thank God it only happened once. But I do believe when I found out that the perpetrator, uh, four or five years later, committed suicide, I felt some closure. Hmm. And... So the victim really has the victims really have the right to to say what's up on that because unless you've had that experience, you can only extrapolate uh, poorly. Yeah, well, and and uh, I would agree that uh, I don't have any, uh, I I don't have that um, understanding of what that uh, is like to have that kind of a loss or something like that strike you and and be. I don't. Something I don't you think have people to live should with. be. I don't. I want. I want to be clear. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I know time is short. That's I don't okay. think people should be should be uh, put to death without 100 percent positive fact that they are guilty. I don't believe in that. You should err on the side of safety there. And I don't know why it's so hard to get to that. Except some people lie in court, or you know, evidence gets messed up. But you know, I I don't like to see people die or get killed. That's not it. Okay. All right, Jim. Well, I appreciate it, and uh, then, then you know, feel for you and the trauma that you experience. That's something that um, I wouldn't want anyone to have to go through. But, I've got uh, total closure now, thank, thanks to uh, thanks to a divine presence in my life, Jesus right, Christ. But uh, thank you very much, Joe. Thank you, Jim. Good to talk with you, and uh, I guess a good way to wrap up the program, a hopeful and positive way, and. Uh, Thanks for everybody for taking part in our discussion today, and we'll be back tomorrow with more. That's for sure here on KGMI Connects. Stay warm and keep the shiny side up and the greasy side down if you're out there driving. Take care. The voice of Northwest Washington for over 90 years. KGMI and KISM HD2 Bellingham. From the West Mechanical Studio.